0: All right. What up? What up? Special edition of Whatever Face Podcast. Ladies, normally I do this thing where I tell someone they have a certain person's face. So I'm going to be respectful. I'm going to say, Christina, what is your oldest daughter's name? Taylor. I'm going to call you Taylor Face, and I'm going to call Jasmine Kinsley Face. And I guess I can go by Caden Face. I love it. Don't, don't mute them. Don't mute them. I'm, I love it. I love it. (laughs) Now, um, I'm going to do a little six degrees of separation, but not really, because we are all intertwined the same way. But anyway, for those that don't know, I'll start with Christina. She is married to Pierce, as I call him, who is cousins with Courtney. Courtney is married to Jasmine. I know Courtney because I've been in his family for a very long time. I dated his aunt and yeah, that's how we get to six degrees of separation from Christina to Jasmine to me. We're all one big happy family. Definitely. Um, hold on one second. Ladies, I got an icebreaker for you. <laughs> I got an icebreaker for you. I'm gonna ask you three different questions. You guys can answer however you choose. First question. First question being, if you could have anything named after you, what would it be?
1: My first response was so churchy. <laughs> like the initial thought that popped into my brain was a street.
2: <laughs> okay. And you know that that's a very church answer because that's like every pastor's dream to have a street. <laughs> a street <ain't> <laughs> All
0: right. You, a street. We'll go with street.
2: Damn, I
3: wasn't thinking that like, great. I just thought like maybe a drink or a plate of food.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> What what would it be if it was a it was a plate of food? What would it be?
3: Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. If it was a drink though, it would definitely be something with honey jacket. because I'm obsessed with honey jack.
0: Lemonade. <laughs> I'll just yeah. throw that out there.
3: Yeah, maybe lemonade and honey jack. I like ginger ale and honey jack.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Every time I think of honey
1: jack, I think of that time we went out for Courtney's birthday.
3: Yeah. See, it's always. <laughs>
0: was a good time. Um, I would have to go with what I want named after me. Maybe like a building or something. Yeah. Maybe like a building. All right. All right. Keep moving. If you were a villain or a criminal mastermind, what would be your calling card? A villain or
2: criminal mastermind?
3: I don't
0: know. Here, you go first. You know, like how the Riddler has the question marks all over everything? Mine's would definitely be the Hollywood sign in California. That would be my trademark all over everything. I would tag it on everything.
1: You would. I,
0: I, I see that. 100% You <laughs> tag it on everything.
1: Mm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Maybe it would be like a J and a K back to back, almost like the Kardashian symbol, but like with a J and a K.
0: Okay.
3: Um, I guess I would go. I don't know. I really don't know. I think I would do maybe the same thing, use my initials somehow or maybe use my initials, but add my sorority name in it, so it changes it up a little bit. I don't know.
0: What sorority?
3: Um I'm well in English it's Sigma Iota Alpha Incorporated.
0: Noise. Noise. Last question, ladies, before we uh not get into anything deep because nothing here is gonna be deep. It's all gonna be lighthearted and fun. Last question. What's the grossest thing you've ever seen someone do in public? Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My school used to be on the street of a, um, the school that I would go used to be on the street of a methadone clinic. So we would have like all of the, you know, addicts on the block. And um, one of the classes had like a huge window. And one day someone just stopped in front of the window, a woman just stopped, squatted, and used the bathroom. At <laughs> <a> the middle of class, everybody
0: was <laughs> like, well, okay.
3: Yeah, I would have to say the same, seeing someone use a vacuum on the street.
0: That would probably be it for me, too. Um, Being that we're all New York-based, it's not taboo to see um, a whole bunch of craziness in trains and in train stations and on the street itself. But the craziest thing that I have ever seen someone do in public was actually have sex on the train platform it was late mm. at night
2: oh my goodness
0: uh, the train passed and like i was walking down the steps the train had just left and i looked across the hall the, across the platform and i was like are they <laughs> and the guy next to me was like go ahead and get it play go ahead and get it and he looked over and like gave us a okay. thumbs up and i was like oh well all right you guys enjoy that uh so what do you do in that
3: situation, though? Do you do you watch until your train comes
0: and you go with your phone? <laughs> no, I, I immediately started doing anything else to divert my attention. I was, yeah, on the phone, trying to pull up music, right. trying to do anything but look up and wait for the train. So yeah, that was my little nastiest thing I've seen somebody do. Hey, baby! Hey, baby! Hey. See,
1: my hair's not done, so mommy's hiding me.
0: It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I'm you gonna give a disc- am gonna give a disclaimer and say I know both of you love your kids very much and would risk your lives for your kids. Anybody would. That's not what this is about tonight. And this is more so about I'm gonna call this the mom demic. Doing a check up on you guys <laughs> doing a <laughs> check up on you guys. Being at home with kids six months uh school starting up soon but just i, I want to check up on the moms i saw a meme the other day that said uh it was like mom you don't know what moms are going through during this pandemic like they tell moms oh you're so strong you got this going you got it you're good you're you and one of my friends uh one of my friends posted no i'm literally breaking down like I- i'm barely holding it together so I wanted to have a little lighthearted conversation, uh, if you will. Jazz, you don't have to feel like you have to talk nice because they're there. But I wanted to know how you guys <laughs> how you guys are holding up during this pandemic. Whoever wants to go first, um, how did you how were you in the beginning versus how you are now?
3: Um, I would say for me. I feel super lucky because I don't feel like I'm having the same experience that a lot of other moms are having. Mm -hmm. Um, Like in the beginning of the pandemic, yes, it was difficult because at that time I was still working and, you know, having to do schooling and I was like commuting for work and it was, uh, you know, a lot. But now that I'm able to be home with them, I don't really like, my girls are really independent. I'm super grateful for the school that the girls are in because I feel like the structure that they have with their classes and the assignments, it's not overwhelming. They give my kids breaks. Like, I don't know. And like I said, my girls are pretty independent at this time. So I'm not, I see what a lot of other parents are going through and I see how a lot of other parents are really struggling from like working from home, taking care of the house and trying to teach their children and, you know, play that teacher role. Whereas I feel like I'm not necessarily having to be a teacher. I'm just more support to the teachers because they're really doing a a great job in that, that sense. So I do feel like I'm having a different experience than a lot of other moms.
0: Yes. (laughs)
1: um let's see in the beginning of the pandemic i was feeling really grateful because um i always work and even though i'm like i work in a school and like technically we have the summers off i'm like the kind of person that's gonna like do every single opportunity to make more money. So if everybody else is at home in the summertime, I'm going to the school to, you know, just earn more, um, to be able to provide, you know, the best life for my children. So in the beginning of the pandemic, I was definitely feeling grateful because the slowdown definitely made me realize like how much I miss when Mm -hmm. I'm gone. I also work like 12 hour days, like it's a lot. So usually like I'm getting up at, five o'clock in the morning, getting the kids ready, going, dropping them off, going to work, being at work until 6 p.m., then making my way back home. By the time I get home, I'm dead tired. I'm like, I barely want to look at you kids. (laughs) So I definitely was like feeling gratitude. I'm like, oh my gosh, every day I'm watching them grow. This is amazing. (laughs) By like June, I was like, okay, so that kind of wore off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that I'm grateful that I do have a really good support system um and so I do get like little breaks which is nice um now being back at work since mid-August it is challenging um some days are definitely better than others but I just try to like give myself grace and I'm grateful that I worked at, for an organization that really understands like that everybody has things happening in their own personal life. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we wanna do what's right for the children that we serve, but at the same time, like, that doesn't mean that I'm not gonna look at my kids. It doesn't mean that if they come in the room in the middle of a lesson, I'm gonna be like, oh, go somewhere. Like, no, they're part of my life. And so, um, I'm grateful that I work at a school that allows their teachers and their staff members to, like, show their life to um, the children and the families. So, mm-hmm. It's definitely, I think, to sum it up, a day by day, hour by hour, <laughs> minute by minute. I feel different, you
3: know. Yeah, I, feel, like I would feel differently too with my kids. were you're like Kyrie here yeah, I have a and one and a three totally year old. Like the other morning, Kyrie
1: woke up. I had a meeting because um, now I don't work. I'm not. I'm non instructional staff now, so I have meetings all day now. And like I woke up. Kyrie was fine. Next thing I know Kyrie had like a 30 minute tantrum. He never even cries. Like I was like what the heck is happening. Like threw himself (laughs) off the bed. He was screaming. (laughs) I was like yo I'm about to have to restrain you. Like (laughs) I don't understand what's happening. Like that was a moment that I just wanted to like go somewhere. But (laughs)
0: Fine.
1: But
4: <laughs> I was
0: like, you yeah, know, answer, yeah, that's l- listen, I'm 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 a dad in this, so me talking is not really gonna um do much, but I'm gonna bring a special guest in who can probably speak to this better than I can. Hey, baby, babies <laughs> Hey baby my 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 daughter's climbing on over everything. Mm-hmm. And they feed them girls. Hi so. dad. Yeah. Hi Dad. I know. How are you, baby? You wanna say hello? Say hi. Hi. You <laughs> be in bed, right, baby? Yeah. Babe.
2: <laughs> hey.
0: Can you talk to them about how you felt in the beginning of the pandemic versus now? Seriously. <laughs> Hi. Hi, hey. Hi Hi. Hi guys. Um I, I um, to guys. Is working that.
2: I'm trying to put together this crib.
0: Uh toddler crib. It's all right.
2: What was the question? This is
0: not how were you in the beginning of the pandemic versus how you are now with your lovely kids that you've been home with for so many months. Um okay.
2: great wait are we on camera for real for real (laughs) no I'll be like you know what I mean um the difference is because I have a pre ker now that's fully remote until Mm -hmm. January I'm assuming so it's a little tougher the beginning of the pandemic I wasn't working so I was a full stay at home mom so now I'm working at home which is harder and i'm not too sure if it's uh second child syndrome or if she's just acting like a girl but callie is demanding of attention you shaking your head you have second child and a girl so i don't know which one this qualifies her under but uh i don't know if it's second child syndrome or she's just a girl but she's very demanding of attention it's all right. And uh, while Caden's in school, it's kind of difficult. And while I'm at work, it's very difficult. So I actually have help. My mom comes upstairs about two hours to my house a day. But it's harder towards the end of the pandemic than the beginning. Hey,
0: you said come upstairs. Don't make it seem like they live underneath us. The same, uh, oh, they
2: come to our house. The same king and queen.
0: <laughs> they don't live in our basement.
1: I was like that that's so great Yeah. No, my dad yeah. definitely will like either come get the kids for me for a day or like, oh, I like today that. he came come over for them. like a few
2: hours I like that come get them
1: yeah no mm-hmm. I'd be, like you have to take them out of this space like I just need like to know <laughs> yeah. that there could be silence in here possibly so but today he just came over while I was in the meeting, because like I told you guys, Kinsley was rubbing herself down with household <laughs> oh, <you're the> <laughs> I'm little... what what <laughs> She was doing what? Bro- Kinsley- the
0: bottle
1: I'm not showing the
2: bottle like that. judge
1: me. But I was in a meeting, and I looked up, and um, Kinsley had some dishwashing stuff, and she was using it like lotion to rub it on her legs.
0: And um, I'm going to do a quick intermission. so. I'm, this is a this is a plug. I'm going to come back to this later, but Christina here, her and her husband are the reason why we went to uh, Brownstone Pancake Factory in Jersey. Oh! Because <laughs> on full fine
3: How'd you guys like it?
2: I had the steak. It wasn't oh. bad. You had the steak. <laughs> yeah, the steak. I know, <laughs> that's why... It, it, so my son was putting... Tissue in the cup of water and trying to drink it. My daughter was having a midlife crisis. I don't know. So I didn't <laughs> have time to look at the menu and really figure it out. Oh, okay. So I was just like, what do you recommend? She was like, steak and eggs. All right, go for it.
1: Uh, so you probably had that King's. Courtney and I frequent there. So <laughs> I'm thinking, like, what is she? Yeah, you probably had that King's breakfast.
3: That'd give it another chance. Maybe you guys. Had- yep. okay. Let me tell you, if
1: you're going to, I don't know if you eat pork.
0: But <laughs> The Trace Carne
1: pancakes? Oh, that's what he you had, right?
0: They had some really good pork chops. You had the pork chops? Yeah. No, I had the I had the Trace Carne uh pancakes. It had sausage, ham and bacon. I absolutely loved it. I was actually going to post a picture when I uh did my Full of Finds shout out on Instagram. We're going to go back to Full of Finds in a minute. But yeah. Um <laughs> she brought up something I want to ask you guys and maybe she can jump back in. But um how was it going out with two kids? I want, Christine, I want you to go back to when they were younger. Not now, because yours are pretty much self-sufficient. But when they were younger, how was it going out to eat or doing anything with two kids, two young kids?
3: Actually, it's really funny. when you, Like, when we talk about it now, we always say, like, why did we ever go anywhere? Because <laughs> our young <laughs> was like like a beast when it came to food like if the food was not there on the table the minute she realized she was hungry she would go crazy like she wasn't like she would she would just go crazy almost throw tantrums and we used to think like oh my god is something wrong is she not able to communicate with us like what are we not doing are we not feeding her enough like it would be to the point that like the first time my my daughter uh, Tamron ever tried shrimp was because that was the first appetizer that came out and she just grabbed it and stuffed it in her mouth (laughs) <laughs> like you would just go crazy. So we always say like we don't even know why we used to go out and eat with them because it was so hectic. Like you didn't you have to worry about feeding them first and then it was just it wasn't an enjoyable experience.
0: No. <laughs> it, 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 it isn't. Jazz, I see you going through some uh some of the same pains I'm going through here. Good, good. Tell me about I thought
1: that it. deeply, Christina. <laughs> I mean, you've been out with my kids. I feel like Kyrie has always been, like, pretty good. Like, occasionally he would pull the forks off the table or something. But, like, it was more just, like, he was exploring. And, and that was fine. And he, he it's so about. social. So... If anything, the most annoying thing about going out with just Kyrie would be that he would talk to every single person that passed mm. by or wave or smile and people would want to come up and touch him. That was like the worst part about going out with Kyrie when he was a baby. But Kinsley?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I listen.
1: She's like, I guess she got that Tamron spirit because yeah. she's like grabbing everything. and She's angry if she doesn't have her juice and her food and it has to be the way that she wants it. Not the mm-hmm. way that you want to give it to her. So if you get apple juice, you can't pour it in the bottle because they bring it in a cup. And she saw the cup. So now she has to drink it. For, it's just like she comes Grandma out. Can I to
3: like ball up her fist and like start shaking?
1: I mean, like all types of things. She comes out filthy. She's throwing mm-hmm. everything on the floor. It's, it is embarrassing. If she could, I think she would stand on the table. Like she does. Every time we go out with her, we're just like, like, we should have got our food to go or like (laughs) this is not even somebody has to sacrifice enjoying their food and we should just so that she doesn't embarrass us
3: i feel like we should have known Tamara was going to be like that because she stopped the bottle at nine months old at nine months old she was like i want this i want real food do not ever give me formula again like (laughs) serious about it and now and she's a she's not as bad now but when she's hungry she's hungry and she'll make sure you know that she's hungry
0: I'm going to see if she backs me up on this one, um, but my son, bless his heart, he wants to be a drummer, so everything becomes drumsticks. The straws, the forks, if it's chopsticks on a table, whatever he can get his hands on then becomes his drumsticks. But he's, he's in a stage now where if Callie's getting attention, he'll start, like, Hey, look at me. I'm over here, too, trying to get attention. And that was the case at uh, the uh, Brownstone Pancake Factory. Like, we, Callie was bugging. I had her. And he's putting tissue in a cup and trying to drink the cup. And I'm just like, as a, I, I'm just going to break up the, the mom-demic and say, as a dad, we go straight to 10 and want to like, just forget everything. And, and and the brunch, and, and breakfast, whatever it is, let's end it. Get in the car and like leave because they've pushed us to that point. You guys have a little more patience and can like deal with it a little bit better. But yeah. At that point, I was over brunch. Um, food hadn't even come out yet. We haven't even we didn't even order. Uh the waitress had to keep coming back and she was like, Are you guys okay? I'm like, Can you just give us a minute? And then like she would come back and it'd be something else if. Caden wasn't going crazy. Callie was going crazy, and I'm like, "Just give me the Trace Carné pancakes." And like, it was legit. It was. It was nice. But I'm gonna see. I'm gonna keep doing this walk back and forth. She's gonna hate me interrupting her doing it. I don't. Um, how would you say your kids are going out? You can be honest. I already gave a disclaimer and said everybody. A slow I camera it. turn. <laughs> right. He was like, oh, <laughs> when they're tired or not tired. Two different, two different children.
4: Um, <laughs> Thank you,
3: Jasmine. <laughs> it gets oh, better. Sir. I promise. It gets better. That's Jasmine's fault, right
1: there. Oh. <laughs> um, don't worry, Christina has things she
3: blames on me too. Oh, oh absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for them to get a little bit older where they don't eat things that you give them. Because whew,
2: I can't wait. <laughs> well Callie likes Callie's at the stage where she don't really like to sit in a high chair or sit in school when she gets to a table. She likes to grab the knives and the forks mm-hmm. and the alcohol and the wine and the <laughs> <laughs> Kaden is in. Kaden's not that bad. I don't know what his problem was Saturday at the pink the pancake.
0: Brownstone. Brownstone
2: pan pan pan. Pan. I don't know what his problem was that he decided to put a napkin inside the cup and drink it. I don't. I don't know. And ended up spilling water. I don't know. But he's normally not that bad. It's Cruella down here.
0: I don't do that to my daughter.
2: No, she's not bad either.
0: Everybody here loves their kids. <laughs> Everybody here loves everybody here
1: loves their kids. Christina's like I'm in the honeymoon stage right now.
0: You <laughs> oh no, yeah. No, Christina's the <laughs> honeymoon. A golden. She's got a golden. You're set.
3: Listen, but I, like I said, it gets easier. It really does. It's not it's not gonna be like this forever.
0: <laughs> what all right, so coach us or the rest of these moms. Uh the older the kids get, um I'm assuming during this pandemic it's been easy because they're pretty much autopilot but um, have there been trying times with school starting and all that other stuff are they completely remote are they doing the half
3: so we did have like a little issue because um, I chose for them to be fully remote Mm -hmm. um, just because I'm able to be home with them but the school actually messed up and put them into a hybrid class well put Taylor into a hybrid class so she started off the year getting to know a teacher and really liking the teacher and it was actually her teacher was my second grade teacher when I was in uh, uh, school and then during open house I ended up like I was just like we had like a zoom open house and I was speaking to the teacher and she was like yeah I can't wait until October 6th to see Taylor in person and I'm like You're not going to be seeing her in person. (laughs) And she was like, well, this is a hybrid only class. So I called the school and they were actually like really accommodating. They ended up talking to the teacher and Taylor's going to be the only full virtual student in her class. So they're going to accommodate her being virtual, but all the other kids are going to be in class. So that was a little difficult for like to explain that to Taylor because she kind of felt like that's not fair. Everyone's going to class. You know, how come I don't get to go? So I would say that was a struggle and then last year in the beginning was more of a struggle because there was no structure to the way assignments were and stuff so it was just all over the place and it was that part wasn't fun because and the the kids weren't used to being online having to do work through the computer either.
0: As well I'll give you my experience uh, remote learning um, the very first day I looked at my wife while she was on the screen with my son and I was I was like muted for a second. I said, this is absolutely the worst thing in the history of the world. Why? Like, why are we now the teachers? Jasmine, I'm going to need you to talk to me from an educator standpoint on this remote stuff. But I was like, why are we now the teachers? Why do we have to? Why, why do we have to uh, teach out the stuff? It's not like we sign them on. You're there in front of a screen, but you're giving the te- you're giving the parents to work and be like, okay, well, they got to do this, they got to do that. Jazz, talk to me.
1: I'm sorry, I was being attacked over here. I don't know if you guys saw me. <laughs>
0: it's on <laughs> camera. Trying we to put you. her
1: bottle in my wine glass. <laughs> there was a lot happening. Let me stand back up because while I'm sitting here, she's like going crazy. Um. Well, this is really interesting to hear you guys' perspective on remote learning. Um, Kyrie's also doing remote learning, but because he's only three, it's um 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So it's not bad, especially now that his teacher figured out how to use Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad because I was definitely that parent that was like, well, I'm an educator and like, I was definitely giving her my two cents um but that hasn't been bad and honestly most days Courtney does it with Kyrie because I'm I'm working myself um but from an educator standpoint it's really important we need parent support um I think that it's important that we remember that this is something new for everyone right like Teachers have never done this before. So like teachers are students right now because they're learning how to do remote learning. There is no guidebook because there's never been a need for remote learning. So like
0: Mm -hmm.
1: they're just trying to figure it out as we go along. And I think that there really was no right solution for COVID. Like there wasn't one blatantly like blaring like this is what we should do. Every single solution that we had in front of us had drawbacks, but remote is just the one that is the safest. Um, So it's just important that you, like, support teachers. They need the support. They're working harder than they've ever worked before because, like I said, they don't know how to do it. And now that, like, we're not in the beginning stages where, like, I don't know about the schools that your children attend, but, like, my school in the beginning, um, we were doing, like, basically especially for elementary school we were just giving assignments and the students just had to turn them back in online yeah Mm, that wasn't that bad and then maybe there was like one or two zoom sessions but like now that administrators have had time to like brainstorm about what would be best we've completely changed from that now we're asking for children to be online for like a whole school day
0: Mm. and
1: they're receiving live instruction and so teachers are piloting all these new programs wi-fi is not good You have 30 students in 30 different places you have those parents that don't support their student and so they're in the background walking around crazy or they see their kid jumping on the bed and they're just not saying anything and then you have the parent that's like oh well nobody could talk to my kid and say anything to them at all because i will get crazy so like teachers are dealing with a lot so i think like it's important that you know we give them grace because this is hard Imagine you're doing your job and
3: somebody's looking over your shoulder the whole day. That's I feel what happens with a teacher. I feel like I'm definitely one of the parents that empathize more with the teachers, and if anything, one of my pet peeves through this pandemic has just is seeing how other people are parenting because I know like when I sit in the background of classrooms like in some of the girls class I try not to I try to let them do it on their own because I feel like I don't want to be that parent like shadowing everything the teacher is doing but some of these parents don't they're I don't know like what their situations are at home but you can just tell that there's a lack of wanting to support the teachers their kids are like there's um someone in Tamarin's class that the teacher spends most of the time telling the child like Please mute yourself. Please sit still. Please, you know, you're just, and it's, to me, it's frustrating because it's now disrupting my child and what my child is trying to get done. And, and for me, that's honestly the biggest issue I've been dealing with is because I feel like it's exposing the fact that a lot of us parents, because I've done it myself, have relied so much heavily on the school systems to educate our children and to parent our children and do all these things. And now that the ball is all in our court, these things are going crazy. And so I feel like as parents, we need to step back and really say, like, first of all, these are their teachers. These aren't their parents. They There's no reason why, if your kid is at home, there's a teacher telling your child five or six times to sit down, mute their phone, and be respectful. There's no reason that's happening. This is your house. And then... Just like I said, the lack of wanting to support the teacher. If the teacher is having a hard time, you should be there to step in and say, "Hey, child, sit down or maybe you might have to take the child off of the zoom for a little bit because maybe he or she is struggling. That, I know from in our school, our school, everything is recorded. So any of the lessons plans that are going on live, they're recorded, and the teachers put them on up, they put them up later, just in case there are Wi-Fi problems. So I feel like we're, as parents, we're given a lot in some schools. I don't, I can't speak for every school. We've been given a lot, but some parents, I, I just don't feel like they want to necessarily have the responsibility of having to maintain all of it. And I'm not talking about like parents that are like working for like Jasmine, she's doing 80 million things working. I'm talking about the parents that are sitting back in the background on their phones or doing these things that they should not be doing in the back of computer screens, like smoking blunts and stuff like that. Those are the things that I'm talking about. Like. Not obviously parents that are working from home trying to maintain a job at house. You know, that's difficult. But I feel like that's what I'm seeing a lot of. And just I, uh,
0: to- I know I, I joked today because uh, even though he has remote classes, it's, breaking, it's broken off into like uh, art and uh, I guess yeah. what it would be called, yeah, your, your gym class and your regular homeroom. I said to Tiffany today, I said the gym teacher got the easiest job. It seemed like all she did was play a YouTube video on zoom she wasn't on camera it was just like she shared her screen 30 minutes of working played, out played a kid workout <laughs> video it was, and you heard her in the background i see you guys you guys are doing a great job i'm like you probably sit <laughs> down just like eating cheetos or something like <laughs> but how do you uh, think remote learning has gone or is going or yeah
2: Um, I have to agree with her because I, even though like I'm uh, working, I still sit with Kaden, but I don't sit with him. So he relies on me for answers or looks at me and stuff like that. But I have him in eye of view. Like I tell yeah. him, don't touch the button. Don't touch the buttons on a computer. Don't do anything else on a computer. Like I don't, I don't play when it comes to school. Like I, I don't play. But right. today there was this one kid in remote class that I don't know what he was doing, but Kaden told me he was jumping out with his underwear on in the computer. Teacher... <laughs> so Kaden was like, Mommy, look, he has an underwear. He has an underwear. And the teacher was like, Excuse me, Bryce, where's your mom? Bryce, where's your mom? And it was just so funny. But this is the first time I actually felt bad for Kaden's teacher because she literally had to stop reading her story to attend to Bryce, who's jumping up on his couch in his underwear. Right. And I'm like, where is his mom? It's funny on my end, but if I was a teacher, I would be annoyed at that as well. Um, Caden's teacher, I kind I'm I'm 50-50 with her. I'm not too sure if I like her or not yet, but Mm -hmm. I do have to understand (laughs) (laughs) I do have to understand that this is new for her. She's been at the Montessori school for 19 years, she said, but this is her first time actually doing remote and hybrid, so I have to have a little bit more patience with her in this situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to decide if I like her or not. Stop, give her grace. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm you know, no, way. because I, I Today I like her. Today I like her. As my other child is climbing up on top of oh god. Yeah, Kinsley.
1: that's the original Kinsley. Kellyanne is the original Kinsley over there. Okay. okay. I'm but, just trying
2: um to decide if I like her or not. I feel like she's a little bit lazy. Um just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, yeah, just a little bit. So, you you know, know, don't feel bad. Better, so I'm trying to <laughs> don't feel
3: bad because Stephen did not like Ta- Tamron's teacher last year mind you Taylor had her the year before and we loved her but then with remote learning Stephen would I don't even know if I should say it like he would just crack jokes on her he'd be like this woman with that haircut is not gonna make me feel bad about like he he did not like her at all so I, I understand that. Where for me, like I said, it was a little different because he, he was the one that did a lot of the stuff in the beginning because he was home with them. But yeah, he didn't like Tamron's teacher either. He was like, I'm I not feeling cool. Like She did topics at her house. She would come to our house. Like It was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, in my school, teachers don't do home visits, but um, <laughs>
3: that, that is a little bit.
1: Yeah, she'd be like, but, um, hey, "Are you
3: guys home? I have something I want to." And it would be like, you know, educational. Why she would drop them off books or like supplies, like you know, it was really kind-hearted. But uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes like, call her. You don't show up and nobody's out. <laughs> yes. She would be like, "Is she really coming?" She would be like, "I'm five minutes away if you guys are home."
1: <laughs> no, that's too much. But what I was gonna say is like, um, I'm I work in an organization which this is like true for a lot of charter schools. The staff is a lot younger because um, it's, like, people that are, like, career changers or, like, people that want to see Welcome if they to... like um, teaching. And then the DOE and, like, Montessori schools and even, like, Christian schools are usually, like, those more veteran teachers um, who are, like, concerned she's about she's their tenure. She's dying to say hi. She keeps
3: coming in and out.
4: Hi, girl. Hey. girl. <laughs> so
1: they're, like, concerned about their tenure and, like, they want their um, benefits and stuff when they retire.
4: <laughs> so, like,
3: a lot of like
1: a lot of teachers especially if you're talking about like doe teachers and stuff like they don't have a lot of computer skills like they're not tech savvy because like their job doesn't like really require that Mm
3: -hmm.
1: so like it's different at my job like we've always incorporated technology so and we're like a young staff like the i think there's like one person in my job that's like 60. To the point where, like, one time my grandmother was like, yo, like, are there, where are the real teachers? It's like, where are the real
3: teachers? Why is everybody so young here? See, and that's the difference with our school. Like, like I said, Taylor's teacher this year is my, was my teacher 30 years ago. Like, so. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's like a lot of teachers don't have those computer skills because they've been at their job for so long, and it's always been one way. Like, it's always been okay I, I don't really have to evolve because like I know the content and you know a, a lot of DOE schools don't push for teachers to know more they don't push for them to evolve outside of their content area so this is really different and she might be a little lazy if she's not trying but also that some of the tech tools are hard and then I yeah some of it is hard it's hard
0: I would say, I'll say this. Um, I do give uh, teachers uh, grace, especially during this time, because, like you said, it's different for everybody. And uh, some of the, I'm going to say, seasoned teachers might not be as familiar with technology as the youngest teachers might be. My only um, issue. Get out the freezer. (laughs) (laughs) My only issue is that. I don't know why I feel like, oh, maybe we should have worked these kinks out beforehand. But you couldn't prepare you couldn't you couldn't prepare right. for that. But like the other day they did a um a parent teacher Zoom conference and like they were like, and now we're gonna now we're gonna hand it over to so and so. And the camera was literally on this lady for ten minutes while she was trying to figure out how to get her slides on the screen. And she smiled the whole time. And she was just smiling yeah. like, <laughs> like somebody saved me. Somebody somebody. But um that's so funny. I, I do get like it 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 may be difficult for some teachers. Um don't laugh at the babies. Oh, so I'm still laughing at that lady. I'm sorry. I, I I'll ask one more uh question before I let us go into free fall and doing everything else. All right, so we did mom demic checkup. We did kids just behaving outside education uh i'm going to switch the topic here and maybe i have to make way for you but i'm going to ask you ladies how have your husbands been uh as dads during this <laughs> pandemic <Yeah. laughs> oh god oh man i want to ask you ladies how your husbands have been during this pandemic with the kids and with you working from home or doing other stuff. How have your husbands been? You've been
2: wonderful. You wanna go
0: no, I I I'll leave so you can answer honestly. No,
2: you can stay here. You have been wonderful.
0: Honestly. No complaint. <laughs> right. No,
2: you have been. All jokes aside, you have been. A hundred percent honesty. You have been ninety nine point nine percent effective. Oh,
0: that's I'm missing one percent. Awesome.
2: Can't give you a hundred because you can't strive. Oh, yeah. You gotta
0: strive. Way to kick you in the nuts. All right. <laughs> How have your husband been?
3: Um. So in the beginning of the pandemic, like I said, Stephen was the one in charge of the girls schooling, and that was really difficult um he didn't really take it seriously he admits to that that's why I'll say it he didn't (laughs) no he didn't really so like I didn't really know like I wouldn't like check up on how everything was going because like I was working an hour and a half away so I was like by the time I came home I'm like if their work is done cool um until like one day the teacher like messaged like hey did you know Tamron's missing this 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 (laughs) like you know and so that was difficult because he wasn't you know he didn't take it like as seriously as he should have because he just felt like it's a pandemic they're not gonna no one's gonna fail my daughter She's in <laughs> kindergarten like come on like it's not that serious like the teacher needs to relax like but um now he's working and I'm home and I do have to say that like it now that the dynamics changed he's also been a lot better like when he what he does is gym like he'll, cause like for the girls, like they have actual like gym assignments where they have to like work out and do things like that's his domain. He likes to do those types. So that's my time to kind of like, I get to do whatever I want to do in the house. Cause he takes them out to do like the gym part or, or even just like takes them to the park. Like he'll, he know, he can tell when I've had like a stressful day with them. So he'll kind of like, be like, Hey, do you want me to, I'm going to run to the store. You want me to take the girls with me? Like, or he'll like our upstairs neighbor our girls are completely Mm. obsessed with her he'll sometimes like text her and he'll be like hey do you mind if the girls like go upstairs and he'll text me like oh Tita said to send the girls up so he's been really good in that sense of like trying to make sure that I take breaks and that I'm not overwhelmed by them and you know because when they're not in school like when they're in school they're great when when they're not they're arguing all the time like that's all (laughs) they do (laughs) so I do feel like now, like, he's like away from the home, but like, at first it was really hard because, like, then when I stopped working, it was all four of us in the house all the time, and it was just I couldn't wait for him to go places and stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, save that because that's that's another question that I have. But, Jazz,
3: come here. No, they asked, he asked, How me, wonderful how has have you been doing?
0: doing.
3: <laughs> The question was was how have you been doing during the pandemic? And I said in the beginning you didn't take school seriously, but now you know (laughs) you do. You want to know (laughs) what?
4: Right. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't take school seriously before. I was just like, I felt like we we deserve the pass. Like, yo, this is like all shits hit the fan. Sorry for my language. You're good. Um, You're good. Um, just everything is chaotic. How can you expect us to still hand in assignments and not give us grace and not give us and they just I don't know one of the teachers just acting like it was business as usual and I just I just didn't respect it I was just like yo I'm not doing this you're not gonna make me do this you're not gonna you're not my teacher so you're not doing this I was just not handing in assignments I was just like yo it'll get done when it gets done and you're lucky if you we even get it done because we're it's in such a <laughs> we're have such the wrong yo- <laughs> It was just, I don't know, it was just chaotic. Like, and now we got to deal with school. You know what I'm saying? It was just a lot. And I just didn't, I didn't want to deal with it. I just, I felt like I had to, I had a bad attitude towards it, but, you know. I get cool, where you're coming
2: from. It was a lot going on at this particular time. Like, the
4: whole right. world. Now you want to express me about assignments? Are you kidding me? Right. I'm not <laughs> doing that. <laughs> I
3: told you he wasn't.
4: <laughs> nah, it was just, it, I don't know. I just didn't respect it. I didn't respect it.
3: Jasmine's burning up inside over there. <laughs> yeah, she
4: is. She, I'm waiting. Go ahead. Yo, nah, and this one particular teacher was blowing mine, yo. I, she, I told them how
3: she would come up. Yeah, it
4: just she was just blowing mine. And I, I don't know. She might have been, I might have liked her uh, pre-pandemic, uh, but I did not like her after this. <laughs>
3: He used to okay. dead make fun of her haircut all the time. Yeah,
4: her hair? haircut just started bothering me out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't even know why it started bothering me. Just everything about her just started getting on my nerves. Like
0: she was getting
4: on my
0: <laughs> Go ahead, Jess. Come off Go Ahead. Go ahead. First
1: of all, while all this was going on, Kenzie decided to stick her banana that I gave her in Kyrie's peach tree. <laughs> 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 in his what?
3: The
1: bathroom. So if somebody was listening, I don't know if you're going to show our faces, but if somebody was listening and looking at me while you guys were talking, part of that was I was reprimanding them because I was (laughs) expecting. In terms of Stephen Pierce Fuller over there, I am judging you right now.
4: Oh, you're judging me?
1: I'm judging you because the reason that school continued on and the reason that we had expectations for students was to give them a sense of normalcy. Like, the pandemic was really traumatic for children because one day they were in school with their friends, seeing them, seeing their teacher. And the next day, life changed. And most adults didn't think that their kid really even noticed that and wanted to just, like, do whatever life. But, like, kids can't process that. So school continued to, like, keep a little bit of normalcy, a little bit of routine a little I bit of that community and connection.
4: for you kids. ever heard, you ever heard yeah. of the term in English? you ever heard of the term called a foil? F-O-R-L? <laughs> so that's when you put, where you have one character and then another character. And this character is making another character um, kind of more bad than the other one. Because, all right, so anyway, where I'm, where I'm trying to go with this is Taylor's <laughs> Taylor's first grade teacher, right, at the time, her first grade teacher was just, like, chilling, like, yo, get it in when you can, I'm not really stressing, I know this is a crazy time, mind you, you got Tamron's kindergarten teacher that's freaking bugging out, I'm like, yo, are you kidding me, like, you're okay, so not your wasn't, you're... I was so just, and, and this was kindergarten, so your just, issue wasn't
1: school, it was
3: just the fact that the teacher was pressed to get the work done, I, and I think the reason why there was that difference is because Taylor's teacher was younger and Tamron's teacher was a lot older. Tamron's teacher, again, was a teacher that when I was in school, was in school teaching kindergartners. So it's, it was a totally different experience to, for her to have to learn the computers and stuff like that. So I feel, and plus I feel like kindergarten is like really important, even though, you know, you know like the workload isn't as much as a first grader. I, I think that you want she, more Oreos.
4: Right, I get it. I and like I said, I admit at the end of the day, I admit that my attitude towards the whole situation was very poor. But I important. said, I said
3: that now, you're so, it's yeah, great. but now because I said you're so good, you said adjust, you're doing like, so great now,
4: right. yeah. But it's, kindergarten is important, it's all the
1: foundational skills,
0: yeah.
1: But, um, you asked about husbands and how they're,
0: yeah, I did no. because I got a question about husbands and
1: Mommy, no, Courtney
3: is so great. Like before answering this.
0: <laughs> no,
1: Courtney is great. Like I said before, he has been definitely most days doing school Hi. with Kyrie while I'm in my meetings and whatnot and making sure like his assignments get done. So he has been really great at that. Um, I think our if there was like any complication, if the, if I, if I had to take off two points from the one hundred percent satisfactory rate it will be because he works overnight and we have conflicting schedules so like some days he's just really tired and Mm. like he's not able to like help as much um and that can be frustrating in the moment because I'm like well I have meetings like you know that I have things to do like you want to go lay down right now like that's not this is not a good time for you to lay down but (laughs) then I have to like reel it in and be like relax he just works overnight You're asking him to be up when, if you have worked all day, you will want time to rest and you will want to go lay down because it would be your nighttime. So,
4: yeah, and the overnight is different. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I would say.
4: Sleep
1: is different. Listen to him defending his cousin over there. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Right. That makes me get (laughs) home. Only reason why I'm defending, because I know firsthand how that overnight happens, I used to work overnight.
1: I know secondhand because he doesn't let me ever. Forget that working overnights is harder than working any other shift. No matter how many hours I work in my day right. no matter how many hours I work in a day, Courtney's still gonna be like, "No, but overnights."
4: No, I'm yo, that's a fact. That's a fact.
1: So I get it. I get it. That's what I'm saying. Like I have to remind myself that like, you can't be upset if today he's tired. You can't be upset if today he can't give that extra ten percent that you need because. He worked overnight. So that's why I said he gets a 98%. He's doing really, really well. He's very supportive and very helpful.
0: There Gosh, are some days guys. that is annoying. Look at my guys. Because I want to get my
1: needs before his. Look but at then them. Relax.
2: Actually, that one percent was off. Oh. I have to check the homework that Corey puts it that he is sure. that he um submits for Kaden. Cause every time he submits an assignment, the teacher sends it back.
0: She hate me. Yo, I'm gonna have. This is the SpongeBob oh, meme. I'm about to hit one. you with the SpongeBob meme. I'm gonna head one out. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm. A...
2: She <laughs> always sends oh, it back, and I'm like, babe, why didn't you see this? He didn't complete the assignment. I said to Kaden the other day, Kaden, does mommy have to check daddy's work? He was like, yeah. He don't know <laughs>
0: That's he me a little better." You don't know. You
1: that know, K- Courtney just totally forgot that Kyrie had an assignment due. I'm like, babe, did Kyrie ever submit his little assignment from the 23rd? He's like, oh uh, uh, mm,
2: uh mm.
3: I'm like, I know he didn't because I only saw y'all working one time. Like,
1: the boy got <laughs> be like yo, just send
3: okay. me. one for like gym because like they don't ask for like a video or anything of the girls working out, they just want it done. But I want the girls to have good integrity. So if they, I want them, if they did the work, then you submit it. You know, I don't want to tell them to just turn in something that they didn't do. He'll be like, yo, just turn it in and we'll do it later.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yo, honestly, at the end of last year with, with the, in, during the pandemic, honestly, I took like a good day because we owed so much work. I took a good day and just did all the homework. Terrible. You did it? I did it all.
1: You had my mom's dancing <laughs> style. I, mean, no, I, was I was just
4: little, like, yo, I'm not doing do this. My I'm not sitting down. I'm... I'm just going to do it. <laughs> no,
1: you, you, you were on your Stephanie.
4: When yeah, I was yeah. Little, and they were still I sending did... stuff back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when I was little, I used to take naps near bedtime. Mm-hmm. So I would just go to sleep. And then my mom would stay up and do all my homework.
0: I was in college. My mom was like my <laughs> me in college so yeah, well, yeah. mom she must right. be super educated yeah she my
4: mom, you mom was mean, a teacher. You like so your mom like, not my mom is not doing college stuff at, no she was not doing that. <laughs> his mom wasn't actually <laughs> <laughs> so your mom she's
0: yeah. smart <laughs> right she's smart <laughs> my mom was my mom was a teacher so like it it was English so she was like what's the paper what's it gotta be about oh English, English, right and she would bang it out and send it back to me she was like what grade do you get I'm like you got an ai A I don't I didn't put <laughs> hey. my name And submit it, but is Courtney there? Because I gotta ask my one last question is for everybody. The the couples combined.
1: Courtney is sleeping because he just worked a double and he has to work a double again. So when he gets up in like an hour, he's gonna go back to work until three p.m. tomorrow.
0: Mm, Hard working, the man's working hard. But I'll ask him uh, because I'm I'm interested to hear his response. But my question to the couples here. We talked about kids. We talked about all this stuff. How I, I'll give the disclaimer again. I know everybody loves their, their mate. I, I get it. You're so in love. You have kids. You're married. So much love. But how were you guys doing during the pandemic? Honestly. Just uh being in a house with two kids and each other for six months.
1: what i'm making i'll go first because i'm by myself so i will say that this is a conversation that we actually have often um and i would say that the pandemic was time that i didn't know that i needed i feel like if this was a time that could really make or break a relationship yep i will be the first to say that like love is a trait that you have to make daily um marriage is not always easy most things it's hard because people do annoying things and this is like sharing Mm -hmm. your life with somebody else so it's not like a matter of like loving somebody and not loving them or caring for them and not caring for them it's just like human nature is to become annoyed i know i'm a person that needs like personal space um and a lot of it like if i'm with somebody for a week or not even a week if i'm with somebody for two days i'd be like i need i need my time (laughs) (laughs) It gets crazy and I've always been that way like I can't have extended sleepovers and nothing like that but I would really say that COVID was time that I didn't know that I needed like I feel like I always said like oh Courtney is my best friend but like I really genuinely feel that way like that's really my best friend like we could really talk about anything and everything and I feel like our communication is on like a thousand right now and we just really understand each other um, but we definitely put in that work during this time. It wasn't always easy, but I'm happy that we did. No. I like him
3: today.
0: There you go. I, I like that.
3: <laughs> you can go first.
0: I'm go first? You can go first.
3: No, you was over here like, mm-hmm, and stuff like that. So, so okay. all
4: right. So, I think with the quarantine and everything, Oh, it was easy to be able to come and go before. Obviously, when you're working and stuff like that and you don't, you're not on top of each other all the time and you're, you know, it's easy to kind of mask things that are going on in your relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, We were definitely the couple that quarantine exposed a lot of our issues. Like, you know, we were definitely the memes. We were the memes of all the issues like we we were going at it. I'm not gonna lie, we we were going at it a lot in quarantine and we, we were just on top of each other and we were just at each other at each other's throats, you know. But um yeah, those are those are the tests that every relationship I guess has and, and needs in a sense. And we're still here and we had to work through those things. So I'm I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for the experience because honestly you have to be tested in order to go to the next level in a in a relationship. You agree? Bars.
0: Mm. Those nope. are bars.
3: I not know. We, I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't feel like we was going at it like that. I feel like we I had a couple. I think we had a couple of times where we had arguments and disagreements, but I I didn't. I mean. I don't know. I don't feel like that. Maybe he was more annoyed with me than I was with him or something. Oh, wow. Because I, I truly <laughs> didn't feel that way. Like, I was going to say, like, yeah, we had our times where just sort of, like, being around each other and stuff like that a lot. But overall, like, I think that I I was going to piggyback off of ja- um, Jasmine and say, like, I thought we did get closer. And, like, I did realize, like, you know, I enjoy being around him, like, you know, I was someone that, like, before that, I would spend a lot of time with my friends and stuff. Like, so a lot of my friends around here have kids, so, you know, we would do things together. I didn't feel that need to, like, be around other people as much. Like, I enjoyed being with him and, like, you know, my family and stuff. But I don't know. Maybe we had different experiences. We never really talked about it. so. I
0: don't know. Hey, listen, <laughs> he, answered, he answered and said that... Um, for him being honest it was it was rough patches in the beginning but the test is what helps you move to the next level in your relationship and that's something that I um admire and I echo is that you know you you need um you don't need but certain things come into your relationship to sort of test you and how you do with the test is what keeps you in marriage for 20 and 30 years and you know Kids grown and out of um, college and you enjoying life with your husband, um, husband and wife, and just like traveling the world or just doing fun things. Um, It's okay. Uh, You want to answer first or you want me to answer? Go ahead. Um, In the beginning of the pandemic, for me, um, I'm used to going to work, coming home, going to work occasionally may go out with my friends and stuff. So when we were shut down in the beginning, I went from oh wait, I'm home. Like I went from complete like shock of being home and enjoying being home because I was with my family. I, cause majority of the time you're working and you don't really get to spend time. So I, I was enjoying the fact that I'm like, oh shoot, I get all this time with my family. Like if you would have told me in January that I would have had a six month vacation with my family and couldn't go anywhere, I would have told you you a liar. Right. I think as the pandemic continued, then it started to become like, because you're stuck in the house. Restaurants weren't open. Nothing was open. It was like, OK, what's happening? Can we go outside? Can we do this? It wasn't necessarily annoyance with my situation in home. It was annoying that I couldn't go out and do anything like I like there were plenty of days I wanted to get up and go to brunch and we couldn't do it. So I was more frustrated that we were kind of as grownups, we were put on time out and couldn't do anything. So we were in the house 24 hours, literally 24 hours with each Mm. other and two kids. And I mentioned to her several times that I, I started to what was the phrasing? I hated the pandemic. And it had nothing to do with my family. It was so oh, bored. I was bored. I was bored at home. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with my family. It was everything to do with the actual situation, being forced to stay home and not do anything. There were times where I wanted to take my son out, couldn't do anything. Like, he, he kept asking, well, why can't we go to the park? Why are the parks closed? Why can't I go here? And it's like, it was frustrating because it was like, all right, it was cool to be in the house. And now it's like, okay you're stuck in the house and can't do anything can't go anywhere how are you going to make up uh how are you going to make your own fun in the house how are you going to um produce excitement being in a house and that was one of the things that like kind of warned me as the pandemic kept going on was just like all right and the moment things got open it wasn't like we rushed out but it was like okay now we can see signs of um restaurants starting to open up again yeah Yeah. so you can start doing like the small stuff like yeah hey can you have somebody come watch the kids so we can at least go out and have a a a drink and talk about just anything but them whatever um (laughs) but yeah that was my, my take on it i was bored in the beginning but it wasn't because of my family it was because of the situation so i can understand how being in a house 24 hours a day like there, I'm sure at times I annoyed her. I'm sure she, there are times she thinks um, she didn't annoy me. No, but um I, I, I understand that it, it this pandemic forced people to be uh, around each other and in some cases deal with stuff that they probably didn't know. Uh, with that like Pierre said like you, you're so caught up in going to work and coming home like it, it's minimal time but the pandemic kind of forced you to spend 24 hours with that person so what do you yeah
4: um,
2: I feel like my approach was a little different because I was already home with the kids from November so I learned to appreciate my time home with my kids, because it's not every day that you get to spend every day, all day, with these lovely children. <laughs> um. So when Corey, I think he came on March what time? March 14th. Was your last day was, something like that? March.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. When he, when he said that he was, you know, they were put to work from home or whatever. I think it mostly was a shock at first because it was like, wait. Corey's never home because he does work a lot, even though he works like five minutes from the house. Um, we always have alternating schedules like um, Jasmine and Courtney, where he doesn't work nights, but our schedules, he's off on Tuesday, Wednesday. The rest of my house is off on Saturday, Sunday. So our schedules never met up. And this was the first time where we actually all had off at the same exact time. But I feel like he didn't get on my nerves as much as he thinks he did. I feel like the children got on my nerves enough that I didn't notice him getting on my nerves as much. The kids were winning. (laughs) They won. They won. won. So I feel like it was more of a tag team with me and him. And I felt like uh, what Jasmine said, I appreciated his friendship. I appreciated um, spending time with him, even if it is to binge watch friends season one through 10, you know, I appreciated that, and I feel like now that he's back at work, I appreciate the time. Well, he gets off earlier now because of the pandemic. I guess they changed the schedule, so I appreciate that extra hour. I want to have that he's home more so now than I did before. So now I have in my head of things that I want to do because. To be honest, I feel like we're going to go for another shutdown, even if it's for a week or two. Mm. So I'm already in my head like, Caden, hey, if we stuck in the house again, what do you want to do? Like, I'm already for it. I'm, I'm waiting for it. Because I have a little bit of excitement, like a little child, because that was time me and Corey never had before.
3: Right.
2: But this time, if we could quarantine from these little things. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> I need a COVID perfect. shutdown to happen while my kids are away and they get yeah. right there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Can I can I can I chime in again? Because I don't think I don't think like now that I'm thinking about it, like I don't think I gave a fair assessment of the um of the quarantine. I don't I don't think I gave a fair assessment because there was so much that happened. No 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 no. I'm not I'm not trying to clean. Like when she when she was like when she reacted like that, I was like, damn, am I missing something? But it was so much that happened during the quarantine. Like there was a lot. Like, I remember in, like, the beginning of the quarantine, uh, my relationship was, with God was at a very high point. And towards the end of quarantine, my relationship with God was not there at all. Um, I discovered that I had a drinking issue. You know what I'm saying? That was one of our biggest things. Like, every night I was drinking, like, drinking hardcore. Like, and to the point she was like, yo, I don't really like this this side of you, of you drinking like that. So... That was one. That was one of the issues of the quarantine. But then, like, there was other things where, like, me and her cooked all the time. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you looked at my Facebook, but like, me and her were cooking every night. You know what I'm saying? So it was a lot of fun. I, I think. I think what I can describe it was was like a roller coaster of things. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. ups yeah. and downs. You know what I'm saying? I definitely remember the downs, but it would be unfair to not remember the ups too because we did go picnicking and we did cook mad meals you know what I'm saying and but there was times where I remember like almost low-key being depressed during the quarantine you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I remember when I had to paint the girl's room and paint my room like and I was like in a bit of a rut like I didn't I didn't know I was getting unemployment I didn't know where my next job was going to be I didn't know what was going on you know what I'm saying and those are the times that I remember like me being super down you know what I'm saying But at the same time, we had good times. So it would be unfair to say that all we dealt with was lows. We had a lot of highs, too. And coming out of quarantine was really high because then, you know, that whole thing with George Floyd happened, like me and her mobilized and, and, and started protests. And just the energy coming out of the quarantine was like, you know, like we're still riding off that energy. So I don't know. It was a lot of ups and downs.
1: I, I like your reassessment, um, but I think that I think what I'm reminded of, like during your reassessment, is because, like, as an outsider looking in,
3: mm-hmm. I was
1: like, "Yo, like the fullers are out there, like they're doing picnics, they're That's what I said. Right. they're you know cooking, they're doing this, they're doing that." Um, but in your full assessment and talking about the lows and talking about the highs, and I think that this is important this shows the importance of having that network of people that you can lean on. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, you know, Courtney is your cousin. Christina and I are fairly close. But, like, that just reminds me, like, it's important to check on your people, right? Because, like, perception is not really reality. So in my perception, I perceived that, like, oh, like, the followers are, like, making the best of this time. Meanwhile, you guys are on a roller coaster and there were some down days that I probably could have been there, you know, more for Christina as a married woman. You know, there's not many of us. Right. Couples of color that are young and, you know, trying to make it work with children and all these other things that we have going on. So I just think if I took anything away from it, it's like it's important that we hold each other down and like we're really there for each other especially in times like these because like just as our relationships with our spouses grow um our relationships with in our within our community of millennials that are married needs to grow and Absolutely, flourish and build off of each other and hold each other down because um, yeah we just never know what each
4: other's going, right, through, we're, so. we're going through yo I'm, I'm gonna keep it real she hated me at one point i was getting on zooms every night and getting drunk <laughs> that's what i was doing like I was literally just on some like, yo, we zooming tonight? We Zoom in tonight? And she was like, yo, what the, what are you doing? Like, yeah. like, yo, I just want to chill with you. I was just trying to Zoom every night. And I think that was low key. Like me just trying to forget about what was going on. Yeah, or just, probably depression, you know Trying to escape. Yeah.
1: I, mean what how I say, coping with feeling depressed and anxious or whatever.
4: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I will say um, um, with everybody here and when Courtney hears this, uh I'm opening an invitation for us three couples to go out and enjoy um just just a night out. Have somebody watch the kids and we go out as young adults who are married and just have fun. And just remember what it, it, it remember what it's like just to have fun. No kids, yeah. no nothing like just go out. Uh we got the Fuller's that can recommend a a great place to go eat, so maybe we'll task you guys with that, and I'm gonna, I told you I'm gonna bring you up here for a Fuller Finds episode for real, but um, because I love what y'all are doing with that, but I'm I'm serious about us all going out and uh, just relaxing, laughing, enjoying life, and all that other good stuff Um, because like I mentioned, the six degrees of separation earlier, like I'm connected to Courtney for the rest of my life. I met Pierce because I was connected to that family for such a long time. And Jasmine, that don't mean that I'm not connected to you. Christina, that don't mean that I'm not connected to you. I'm connected to all of you, and you can't get rid of me. You are connected to them the same way that they are connected to me. You love them, and I love them too. So. (laughs) i i i appreciate everybody for taking this time to come on this pod and uh talk uh pandemic stuff but i'm excited about what's coming out of it from us as couples us as entrepreneurs us as educators and teachers uh us as couples just moving uh the goalposts for what the expectancy of marriage is amongst uh, colored people, but also young people. And I think um, we have a a really good chance to build that community even stronger that Jasmine was talking about and being able to have more people to hang out with. Because it does get a little tiring not having a married couple to go out with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a fact.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel a trip planning in my spirit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know I love me a little couple's getaway.
0: <laughs> but one of the things I like to do before I end every podcast is I like to ask my guests what shows that they've been watching. Give me a recommendation for a show that you've been watching. So, Fuller's, it can be individual, it can be to collective. Whatever you decide, but everybody's got to give me a show.
3: Nobody likes what I watch, so...
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should see what she's watching right now.
3: (laughs) Honestly, I just watch the ID Network all day, every day. I do watch a lot of reality TV, but I always watch Investigation Discovery. That's my thing. I don't know why. I don't watch horror. I'm scared of all of that stuff, but for some reason, I could watch stuff about real life death and kidnapping. You watch Snap? Like shows like Snap? yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it's literally like it's on all the time like steven gets so mad because he'll come on and he'll be like you literally just like it's like our tv doesn't change from the id network but yo
4: this is the thing like me i like horror movies and especially around this time of the year like i like to get into horror movies and horror shows she don't want nothing to do with it Mind you, she's watching real-life horror. It's, like, real. <laughs>
3: but it's different. It's not gory. They're not showing me the dead body. But the fact was... that
4: you know it really happened is ten times worse.
3: <laughs> it's terrible. I know. It's really bad. But, like, right so, now, I'm, like, binge-watching this show called See No Evil. And it's about how they, have like, um, detectives and the police, they solve a whole bunch of crimes using CCTV and, like, like, you know, like, cameras and all that. That's the way that they're able to catch all these killers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no evil. Sounds crazy. Right. Fizz, what you got? Yo, so
4: me, I'm obviously, you know, we're watching Power.
3: Oh, yeah.
4: Good. That's what's, in my opinion, I think is better than regular Power. I think Ghost, Book 2. We haven't
3: watched last episode, though. Book
4: 1 or Book 2, whatever you want to call it. Um, is, I think it's better than regular Power, to be honest with you. And um, I'm trying to get into this other show called Ratchet. Nurse Ratchet, but mm-hmm. Christina won't really let me get into it, so I gotta find ways to <laughs> watch it when she's not. Because it's like super gory; it's like kind of horror, Like, but it's on Netflix. Oh,
3: yeah. and what's
4: it called? It's supposed to be dropping that uh ha- house on um what's that called Oh, the
3: ha- like the haunting on a ha-
0: house, house on haunted hill house hill yeah Haunting on a haunted hill yeah
3: that's supposed no to be
4: not it's yeah it's called house on haunted hill house or some stuff yeah. like that but. The they're coming movie. out with the sequel to it, so you I know supposed to be dropping out. Up here
0: sir. here, sir, you can say however you feel, you don't have to censor yourself. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah, You're but good.
4: yeah, yeah. I'm into horror, so right about now, I'm trying to get into all the horror flicks.
0: I'm gonna send you a list of horror movies for uh, they do a horror movie marathon for October. I'm gonna send you that list. Oh, yeah, off. yeah, definitely.
4: Sci fi. <laughs> <all that. Yeah.
0: laughs> Jazz, <laughs> yes. I, I thought you liked me. <laughs> I, I, I love you. I love you. I mean, he can watch it on his own on his phone. Or something. No, but he, he doesn't, doesn't. That's the thing. I don't have nobody him. to watch it with. Right. So I
4: be like, will, yo, babe, he can on. go
3: into the living room. I give him the big screen TV. He can go chill in the living room, watch whatever he wants. But no, no, well, he, he's
0: not with it. <laughs> Jazz, what are you watching?
3: I, I'm with Christina.
1: I don't really like horror. So before I watch anything, I have to find out if it's scary because I'm extra scary and I be thinking I be <laughs> feeling people standing over me and stuff when I'm sitting
0: mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm.
1: But um, I've watched so many things over COVID. Some everybody things I'm ashamed does. that I watched. No, so no, you that, so <laughs> um, I started watching Lovecraft Country because everybody was talking about it. It has some parts that are a little bit much for me. Um, I don't know if you guys watched, I'm not trying to say too much, but I do think that it's a little bit scary.
3: Um, okay. Some More parts are like,
1: oh, it's a little dark and it's got some oh. weird things happening at times that have me like, mm, <laughs> looking with one eye because I'm good for the one eye look. It's funny I hate horror movies because Courtney and I's first date we went to see a scary movie. But I don't like scary movies.
2: Um, Courtney
4: don't do horror either. No,
1: I know that's why it's ironic that that's what we. do. <laughs> He's always um, like, <laughs> oh
4: my nerves, my nerves. Yeah, no, we
1: both. Please, I cried when we went to see um one of the Purge movies because my anxiety was so high. Like I just I couldn't take it. I was like shaking in the theater. I started crying.
4: I feel like oh, <laughs> <that> <laughs> but, um, I like love that movie.
1: movie only in the daytime and um let me think we finally finished trying to get away with murder oh no like it, it was really good it was really good so if you didn't yeah, get to the last time. season and i watched designated, okay. survivor.
0: designated yeah. survivor that's on what netflix whatever shows, yeah. whatever shows i watch yeah
2: i'm like into so for some reason, I go back to the shows from like 2012. So I finally finished watching Hannibal because I was I had like two episodes left. Hannibal. Then I started watching Dexter. Don't ask me why.
4: I heard Dexter was really yeah, good.
2: Yeah, I, I think it is. It really is. Is it scary though? Is no, it like it's gory? Like, no, I it's miss- gory. It's gory. So, yeah, I can't uh, do the core. I like Snap. I like shows like Snap and I like, like Snap too. I yeah. have to watch, my, stop watching it. My oh, you Go guys have to watch I'm an old girl. I like
1: Snap, but I was start. I was like, I don't know. Like are giving me too many ideas. No.
2: <laughs> me too. Like I, it, it was in the back of my head. Like I was yeah, looking like, at Corey, like I can kill
4: you, and you don't. Yeah, yes. there probably that. knows a thousand ways to kill me.
2: But that's
3: why I also like
1: Criminal Minds. I don't know if anybody watches Criminal Minds, but that's one show that I always go back to. Like, I could watch other things, but Criminal Minds is like I think one of my like top five favorite shows to like always just catch up on.
2: Yeah, Dexter's not bad at all. I'm I'm on episode three, but it's not bad at all. Okay, I'm gonna try
1: Dexter because I do. I heard Dexter in the the the
2: daytime. It's gory, not scary. It's just gory. I could dabble I in that. Yeah.
1: Did you guys watch the 100?
2: I heard no. that was heard good. That?
4: Somebody just mentioned that. That, that was really good. I'd the been the I heard it was really good, but I don't necessarily want to take a chance on. Like, yo, walking um what is that? The walking walking Dead. walking Dead? I have not watched that.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I can nah. do that. Yeah, no. The 100 you know, was really
4: I'm not good. The only one that's like, no. Nah. The 100
2: I'm, was really one good. Episode. No. Yeah. I
1: watched The one hundred, all I think there's six, five or six seasons. I watched it in like three weeks.
0: Mm.
1: If it even took me three weeks to watch it, try it.
0: My my, uh, show is twenty four. Good old Jack Bauer. Oh, I I used to watch that a
3: little bit.
0: What's the other show you saw? Prison Break. Yeah. Prison Break was good until they stopped. Uh, like, like they stopped it and like tried to reboot it. Then it was like. Yeah, it was uh, just. I, she and I, was, and shows. I used
3: to watch The Blacklist. Blacklist,
4: too. yeah. Blacklist is another good one. I can get into anything she gets in, except for like the reality. That stuff. is not true because
3: he do not act like you don't get into the reality with me. Oh, all right. Yeah, because he'll be like, "Why everyone's <laughs> in We watch. No, I, I get watch, into the I reality. Show. All, I'm not I watch I all into the, the housewives except Orange County. That's the only one I don't ever watch. And he he's right there next to me, like, "Oh, why are they hating on this one this time? Or I like <laughs> her, like. <laughs> he'll be no. like, "Oh, she's not coming back on the show. What happened? The only
4: reality show I will not actually get into at all is the Kardashians. I do not like the Kardashians, and she loves the Kardashians. You watch
3: it with me too. What are you mm, talking about? I don't
4: about? know. I, I don't watch that. I don't watch that. All
3: right, I won't out him, but
4: he's him denying because... it though. Yeah, do no,
3: I don't like reality TV at all.
4: I'll give you everything else, but I do not watch the
3: Kardashians. But he, you at watch it with me though. No. So what do you
0: doing? <laughs> I'm tuning out. No. Uh, he's, he's spending quality time.
4: Yeah, I'm here, but I'm not here. I don't like
3: reality TV no i love it it's just it's it's too it's scripted it's not reality it's I don't, I all know. bullshit I it's
4: just, all but i just i don't know it's like a guilty
3: i don't know i just like it it makes me feel. i don't know i just like it i can't help it it's like a guilty pleasure of mine yeah like i, I just... watch this
1: super i watch a super chick flick before i watch reality
3: no, like I love Bravo. The girls know they'll be like, "Mom, are you about to put Bravo on?" Like they just <laughs> <laughs> Like if I could, I would have gone. If like the tickets were not a thousand dollars a person, I would have went to Bravo. BravoCon, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, yeah. I have like people on Instagram that I don't even like really yeah. know in real life, but like I don't know, we talk about like the housewives and stuff. It's <laughs> hilarious. Fine, yes.
0: right, I I do want to say thank you guys again for uh, your time, for your conversation, for your honesty um we gave disclaimers i get it everybody loves their kids everybody's in love 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 with their mates um i appreciate you guys uh before i go i always like to tell people get the excuses ready for monday if you're back at work get your excuses ready if you don't need an excuse you can always use covid um if the president has it you can claim it too but but <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, I- I'm gonna let y'all go. I do appreciate y'all, uh, Jazz. Thank you, Polis, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having thank us. You. Thank you, yes. If you this had fun, so I'll good. have you back up. If you didn't have fun, I'll still have you back up. But either way, you're gonna come back <laughs> up here. Um, that was good. I appreciate you all. Have a good one. Uh, I love y'all, and yes. I will talk to y'all soon.
1: Yes, we love Bye.
0: you guys. Thank you again, guys.